Today's sponsor is Hero Cosmetics. They sent us over the Mighty Patch, which is a hydrocolloid acne patch. I actually had a monster pimple pop up last night, so I stuck on a Mighty Patch original overnight, and in the morning, the pimple was totally flat. It's a lifesaver. The Mighty Patch only has one simple ingredient and is suitable for even the most sensitive skin. All I had to do was stick an Invisible Plus daytime patch on my pimple, and I was able to do my makeup as usual. No one even noticed the patch. The original Mighty Patch is also great for nighttime use. When you remove a Mighty Patch, you can actually see the pimple gunk in the patch so you know it's working. Before the Mighty Patch, my pimple was huge, red, and completely noticeable. After I used the patches, the swelling and redness went down almost completely. Their post-blemish rescue balm is also a lifesaver. If you want to try the Mighty Patch for yourself, use code LOVEPOD15 for 15% off on HeroCosmetics.com. That's L-O-V-E-P-O-D-1-5 for 15% off at HeroCosmetics.com. Before we start today's special The Circle and Love is Blind crossover episode with Alex Lake, his wonderful wife Gina Rockenwagner, and guest host Andy Rickert from Love is Blind, we wanted to share some important news about the Love Pod. Throughout the summer, we will help support the victims of police brutality and their families by donating our sponsorship funds. While we know listening to ads isn't everyone's favorite thing to do, we have always partnered with brands we stand behind and are fortunate to be able to support important causes thanks to them. Today's sponsor is Hero Cosmetics, and we thank them for their support. If you want to help contribute to the GoFundMes of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, or any of the many fundraisers in support of Black Lives Matter, please visit our page at thelovepodpodcast.com backslash podblog for links to donate or visit our sponsor sites, which can also be found on our website. You are now in the love pod. This is Nikki Fox, and I got my girl Dina and Andy, our our guest co-host with us. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. Glad that we are here again. And tonight on our show, we have one of the most loved and hated of all from the circle, Alex Lake, but also he's bringing his wife, Gina Rockenwagner. How, how do you pronounce your last name, lady? Uh, Rockenwagner. Rockenwagner. Rock uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, Alex and his wife are here. How y'all doing? Pretty good. good. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, so I do want to... um. Uh, see how Dina's doing. Of course, you guys probably know she she didn't have the coronavirus, of course, and, <laughs> but she was very sick. So we're glad to have her back. <laughs> and thank you so much for being here again with us, Andy. Thank you so much. You are always a pleasure to have around. Thank you for treating me like the celebrity that I <laughs> You are. <laughs> so I want to get right on into it because everybody is talking about the circle. How did you find out about the show, um, Alex? So what was it in 20, I don't, what year is it? it was right after we moved here. Yeah. In 2018? 20, 2018 in the fall, you know, I was doing this thing that I do where I just look at things to watch and then not choose actually what to watch. And I, I saw the, <laughs> show, the circle on the internet. I sort of stumbled upon it. And I turned on the first episode of the UK version. 
on BBC. No, on Channel 4. But, oh, Channel 4. Sorry. Um, okay. So I turned it on kind of as a joke. Like, I do this thing where I turn on things to see how long I can let them play before Gina goes absolutely insane and says, turn oh, this so shit off. Oh, so you admit it. No, no, no. I will never <laughs> admit to that. But maybe I do this sometimes. And this is one of the cases. And then we both quickly, like, got sucked into it. I mean, it's... I mean, the concept is so insane. So after it ended, I read an article that said Netflix picked it up, and I just followed that line to the casting. Awesome. So um, I guess that's kind of your inspiration by the show, was that you just, were you just fascinated by it? Or yeah, well, that's why you decided absolutely. to do it? Uh, so Gina, what did you think when he got cast? Um, I was, I don't know. I'm, I... I I just like kind of took it as it came. I don't know how else to explain it. I like wasn't super surprised. My mom really thought he was going to get cast. So I kind of prepared myself for that possibility. And I also knew that it wasn't super well known in the States yet. So, you know, I knew that not that many people would apply. So... I wasn't like yeah, kind of like Love Is Blind. That's the only way I got on Love Is Blind. There's no way I could ever get on it again. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of people turned it down and didn't even. They they interviewed a ton of people, and a lot of people were just like, "No, I don't want to do that." So like, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, so I guess I was just kind of like, "Wow, it's actually happening now." Like, I guess I was kind of in denial until, you know, he was getting ready to go, and then I was like, "Wow, this is really happening." Well, so, I mean, I feel like I was um, in denial. Like, every step along the way in the casting <laughs> process, I'm like, well, that was fun. I fucked that up, but I had a good time. <laughs> I feel like literally after every... Never hear from them again, and yeah, then they like call every, you again, and every, you're like, like, okay. Step of the way, I'm like, well, it's not going to happen. And then then somehow it happened. Which is, I equated it to, like, winning a raffle. I've never won a raffle in yeah. my life. Yeah, absolutely. And so I was like, no way I'm winning this big old awesome cookies and cream cake or something like that at the fair. That uh, There's no way I'm winning that. And then somehow. <laughs> so Alex, your character, Adam, was probably one of the most controversial from the U.S. season. Did you have any idea that people would react to you in this way? Uh, did I have any? The thing is, you're in these rooms alone, and you don't have the feedback of everybody. So when it cuts to like Sammy going oh, 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 to everything I say, I'm not getting that. So I'm just like, oh, what Adam is doing is working. So I'm just gonna keep doing that <laughs> because the responses I get are, uh. and it's like, oh, the wildest romp I've been on, and it's like, oh, well, they, they don't have a problem with this. Because I mean, (laughs) so yeah, it's like there's a period between when the show finishes taping and it airs, and you think of all the worst shit you say while you're. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I because like they want you to talk out every idea you have in your head, and they very much encourage it. So you're in there and you're saying all sorts of crazy shit. And yeah, that that period in between taping and it airing, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, like people are going to think this. And then, yeah, like I was genuinely surprised when romp and arouse were the worst things I did on the show. (laughs) So in a way I was relieved, but then, yeah, people still like took offense to me. 
which I think is really funny because it's like very, it's not, it's awkward language maybe, but it's not like aggressive or it's, it's off putting for sure, but it's not like offensive. Mm, okay. So Andy. What up? Would you like to tell a story? Oh God. I don't know if I have any great stories. Um, Gonna tell the kidnapping story again. No, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Too long. Alex, I got kidnapped in Vietnam once. Listen to that one. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so no, I'm not telling I'm not. No, no stories right now. I'll probably chime in at some point. Uh, I do know <laughs> about. So, like Mikey, my friend Mikey, that works at, at uh, Home Depot Corporate, was convinced because we became buddies on the show. And we talked about everything and I am not a, like, I do not filter myself. And I would, I mean, whenever we had any sort of alcohol, I just forgot I had a mic on. So, (laughs) um, I, yeah, it just, he was worried for like a year and a half that he was going to lose his job. Oh, all right. Well, when you don't have a job to lose, that becomes less of a problem. Well, now it's Sorry, now no 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 it's, it's totally fine. I mean, not having a job enabled me to go on yeah, exactly. a reality show for a month. But yeah, I I do worry about like going into a job interview, and them not realizing before, but then me sitting down and they're like, "I know you." <laughs> it's like, I I've only gotten one person that did that. Um, Gina, did you know anything about the show or like how it went down or like any details about Adam? Did you learn about this alter ego of your husband? How much did you know, Gina? How much did I know? (laughs) Well, you know, we talked about it before, (laughs) but, um, you know, with me not being there, there's not like, I couldn't, I couldn't really control the outcome and like what he was going to do, you know? He could go full Adam. He could just dive right into it. Yeah, I mean, when you live with someone for a long, long time, how long have we lived together? 11 years. On and off, oh, yeah. Wow. Um, I mean... Pretty much on. No, on. <laughs> I only said on and off because we lived together for two months and then we didn't live yeah. together for like Six nine months. months. and then... Because <laughs> we were in school and we had roommates already. But anyway... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, you become like really desensitized to someone's weirdness. Like, oh, I get that. I lived with the same guy for eight or nine years. He was my best. I call him my hetero life partner. Yeah. yeah and we just were so weird together, but we were just like, I mean, I love, I miss it so much. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's different when you live with someone for a long time versus when you're seeing them for the first time in this like weird setting where they're being like kind of prodded and, you know, cut. Not, I gotcha. I'm not supposed to say the word coach, right? But yeah, I wasn't. Coach. <laughs> I know, but you know, it's different than what I would tell you to do, and I didn't think oh, of absolutely. it as an option for us to go in together. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's fun that you kind of got to do your own thing, though. Sorry, keep going. I felt, I felt pretty free to say and do whatever I wanted. And that being said, when I was in there, it's like there is like a certain amount of self-censoring that you do because 
you forget that the cameras are on, but you still know not to say things that are like really out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You gotta you know, Lord knows that I'm full of that. And it's like, this could be aired. I'm not going to go in and say that. Yeah, we went to art school, so we're really weird, and we've been around. We are. I am one and the same with you guys. I would ask, I just said whatever I wanted, really. And, I mean, it made me kind of, I guess, popular on set because I was kind of like that guy that would say whatever I wanted. But eventually I realized, I'm like, that's definitely probably not what they want for, like, a TV personality, for Love is Blind, at least. Well, they wanted the serious... It sounds like you guys had like a lot of alcohol and that oh, would have yeah. fucked me up. Like if they had just kept alcohol in the flat. You wouldn't have been able to keep your like total yeah, I, like, I, incognito well, persona. Exactly. Well, well, that would have probably made it a little bit better because you're more realistic when you're, when you're, you're a little loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah, but not yeah. if you're playing Adam, only if your alter ego is drunk Adam. I could see Adam being drunk. Adam could be in the circle and he could say, yeah, I, I got them to bring me a handle of vodka and I'm halfway through with that. Yeah. So did they, did they allow you guys to have alcohol when you guys were there? It was very controlled. Maybe one, two drinks a day. One drink a day. What? Wow. One or two they drinks would... a day. Wow. That's Lucky crazy. Lucky for me, I only need one or two. <laughs> Man, they fed us booze we had a lot of i'm not not per, like they didn't force us to drink it but we uh we like i remember one time we came out of the pods and the beer fridge was empty we'd have a beer full of yingling and then they're like all right we need we're doing like a grocery list and i was like what kind of booze do you guys like so i was like well i kind of like jameson so there was a handle of jameson next uh like the it was ridiculous i guess there is apparently a pa whose job it is to run full time to go get booze for the cast oh yeah, we didn't. Oh, where is we didn't, it now? I need them. <laughs> but they didn't force us to drink. I, I just like drinking when it's fun no, stuff no. like that. Yeah, I so like it's like, you know, and, yeah. You know, I like, I don't like being drunk. Sometimes I get drunk, but I don't like being drunk. But no, yeah, I, yeah I, I like the fun of kind of like loosening up and, you know, yeah. you're just, yeah, it was a good time. That's, I mean, I had more fun on the guy's side than I did on, I didn't care about any of the girls. Whoa, whoa, come on now. <laughs> I kind of cared at the time. Don't tell Kelsey. She'll be very mad. I just mean in general, like friendship-wise. Oh, yeah. No, Danielle's my dog. So moving on, I know we can do this all day. We might yes. have to make this two yeah, separate episodes. But Part so, two. okay, your flirting game, Alex. I We know you guys have been married. You've been together a long time. You've been out of the game. So... How did it feel trying to flirt with the girls? And obviously, Seaburn wasn't a girl, but you thought she was one of the women. Did you feel you know, in touch with it? Or I've never been particularly good at flirting ever. It's like my <laughs> my tactic when it comes to flirting is like kind of stand near people and chime in in the conversation and hope that like somebody cute notices me that's like my mode of flirting and i felt like that's not the way adam behaves adam has to come in hot adam has to like be like sexy and ask provocative questions and yeah it's it's i mean that i i don't i don't like i don't think i have a pickup line in me <laughs> it's it's just how did you meet your you wife? could manage you yeah, could do it. Not what's that story pick up line Gina, gina's the one that pursued me 
We picked you up, okay. Gina, what tell us. Tell use, us. Gina? Uh, what line did I use? Yeah. I think I just said, "Hey, you want to go to the movie sometime?" sometime? <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. So set it up. Tell us what it looked like how the day was when you saw it. Alex has to go get his uh, computer charger. Um. Well, I like saw Alex around. He was friends with. So Alex is one year older than me, and we met in college. And I lived on lived in like this high rise dorm in downtown Chicago, and um. Some of Alex's friends lived on my floor freshman year. So I would see him like around hanging out with them and stuff. And um, then I would see him at like parties and stuff. And he was like a guest critiquer in one of my classes, which means like a critique is when you like present your work and all the other students talk about it in art school. And so like mm-hmm. the really liked him and like brought him in to... the teacher knew I would say it straight yeah because the teacher knew he would like <laughs> you know, say whatever like deal it out yeah deal it <laughs> out like directly <laughs> and uh yeah I just thought like his work was really like cool and funny and I thought he was you know he was cool so then when I became single I just uh made my move and I think he was kind of surprised and uh, medium amount of surprised. Well, yeah, maybe I mean, others I'm, I'm, were more surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm like like a natural skeptic. I don't believe anything until like it's in stone. So it's like we started mm. we, that first date. We went. To the you movie. had to get married first until you yeah, thought yeah, it was. Now I know who's in it. We're married, but before that, yeah. I was sure. Um, no, it's like we went to the movies and I, I go home and I'm like, I think that was a date. I think it went really well. And my roommate turns to me and is like, that wasn't a date. No way. No, no. You're reading uh, movies with you. I'm like, mm, okay. And yeah. So let me ask you this. When you guys were in the, what, what in the flats, right? Mm-hmm. How did you, besides your two drinks that you got a day, how did you spend your time? <laughs> I read a lot, had a lot of really nice naps. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I read, I took naps. You cooked a little bit. Yeah, I cooked right? a little bit. Uh, I made some bread that came out abysmally, like really oh, no. sad looking bread. Like all these people mm-hmm. making bread now, it looks vastly better than the bread that I made in the show because well the thing is is it got nuked on an airplane yeah i mean i brought i brought like my starter with me because it's like i knew rooms so i brought like sourdough starter from home and it just didn't really make the trip that well and i still tried to make like a good little time though like a good little uh yeah again lord knows everybody and their mother is making sourdough bread right now because they're bored off their asses so I, I, I like to think that i was uh ahead of myself on that yeah you uh <laughs> you were the first man to make sourdough bread out of boredom yeah, early yes <laughs> exactly um so yeah it was pretty the thing is is on the show it undulates between like these moments of intense quietness like you're sitting you're reading you're 
you're taking a nap. And then all of a sudden that stupid alert screen comes up and you're in the shit. Like you have to do a bunch of really crazy things. And when you're a catfish, you have to do it as a character that's not you. So it's like, I mean, for me, at least I thought it was more intense than me just saying what I would say. So if you were to do it again, would you do anything differently? I know I would if I had another stab at reality TV. Um, I don't think I would come in so hot. Um, how would I change it? It's like I don't regret anything. I don't think I played the best game, but I don't think I'm like, I still don't think I'm abhorrent. Is that terrible? <laughs> well, I mean, that's good that you're proud of your performance. That's uh... yeah, I'm, no, no. I'm I'm definitely a little bit of a mess on the show, but I think with the hand, the thing is, is the way I behaved early pretty much cast my fate for the rest of the show. If I had gone into that, <laughs> I would have come in slower and pumped the brakes a little more. I would have so, read them a little more before, like, you know. A little so, uh, sub-question, or I guess like a side question, is like, so seeing like the, the hate that some of the people on Love is Blind got after the show, because you were so controversial, have you gotten some uh, some roasting? Oh, somebody, somebody on, what's it called? Twitter, with like, I don't know, 200,000 followers, maybe even more told me that they were going to eat my liver after responding to their tweet that was like, somebody tell me this guy's handle. And I'm like, hi, I'm here. And they're like, I will eat your liver. And I'm like, okay. Wonderful. Yeah, I mean. Did they do it? Did they get it? No, but I mean, if they called me, I think I think livers are regenerative. So it's like I could yeah. like <laughs> it. I mean, I don't know how we'd go about it. But... You know. So that's uh, probably not the only. I'm guessing if it went as far as liver eating, there was probably some stuff in between too. Um, I mean, there's there's like different shades of it. I still look. Um, but most of it most of it isn't bad. Most of it's just like I can't stand this guy. I hate this okay. guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, did you kind of want that with that? I mean, you made Adam so you could make someone that was kind of a d bag, right? I mean. Wasn't that the goal? He became he not d bag. He said hot. <laughs> yeah, it, he, I mean, he was never supposed Sorry, to be a douche. He was supposed to be flirty, but never. He was never supposed to be like an asshole. And I don't think. By well, the really, way, it's not you, so it doesn't matter. You know, it's well, one of those things like, that. Yeah. I also have this level of protection that's beyond, because it's like, not only. Is it so there people are watching me play a role that doesn't exist? So, yeah, when they say they hate me, it's like there are all these levels that they have to get to before they actually get to me. So, I feel like there's like this buffer. If that That's like someone hating, like, I don't know, a certain actor for portraying someone like the like hating, uh. Yeah, like, I know it's stupid. You're a dumb person if that's how you. No, no, no. That's how you go I, I, I fucking hate Bradley Cooper. Why do I hate Bradley Cooper? Because he sucks. 
super lovely guy, but every time I see his face on my screen, <laughs> I want to punch my fucking TV. I still watch his movies. No, but I'm talking about like a guy that plays a bad guy, though. Like yeah, the yeah, dude yeah. that's that always that bad guy. I was watching Angel Has Fallen recently, and the bad guy in that is one of those guys that every time you see his stupid face, you're like, man, that's the bad guy in the movie. Like five minutes into this movie, I was like, oh, that's, that's the bad guy. And it was he played Striker in um, the, some of the X-Men movies. I don't know if you ever watched some of the older ones, but, and he's just like this guy, I'm sure he's a great guy in real life, but it, yeah. you know, he is one of those guys where I almost, I'm like, it's kind of like tuned to be like, I hate you, dude. <laughs> you're you're also, a bad guy. You also Probably think nice, though. when they're casting these shows, like, I guess, I guess they do cast people who are bona fide assholes, but on the, on the circle, I feel like they didn't. I feel like it's like these people know that they're going to have to work with these people. Like the, the people casting, it's like, these are the people we have to interface and deal with. So if they're going to be terrible, terrible people in all actuality, they have to be really charismatic, really robust, wild, awful people. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, that makes entertainment and that makes, yeah, I get it. There was no awful people on Love is Blind. What are you talking about? Hey, hey, Gina, I beg to differ. Gina, what (laughs) did you think about Adam. Um, <clears throat> I was like, I was a little surprised. Well, uh, what do you mean about Adam's personality or the pictures? <laughs> yeah, <Well>, both. <laughs> it's a whole package. Well, I helped pick. I helped pick Adam the from the pictures. I think it was a pretty much a no brainer. Yeah, it was a no brainer. Oh, you did. Yeah. okay um so although alex has pretty good alex has good judgment on who's cute in the the man world um but yeah so i helped pick i helped choose the pictures so Mm -hmm. did you you just randomly search for somebody on instagram who was attractive how do you it's a long story um (laughs) it's a long story that that with a couple failed attempts Many ending in the in in the Netflix people sending a binder full of men to choose from. Uh, yeah, bringing that one back. What year was that? Two thousand eight. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. You said Netflix gave you a binder. Yeah, well, it wasn't at all. It was it was a, <laughs> a, folder. a very large PDF file with <laughs> Trapper Keeper in it. <laughs> So like, it had to be someone that that approved you guys of catfishing with their photo. Yeah, yes, you exactly. have to. You have you to think that dude got paid for that? Did he get a, a royalty check? At the the actual Adam, which is a lovely man named Eddie, he got paid. Nice, we good. That's awesome. Damn, nobody think his ever Instagram, asked him I, want, I wonder if his Instagram is like boosted after that, just because he just is. It's got a little bit of, of. I'll go on next season and I'll use your pictures. How about that? <laughs> You want to yes. use mine, girl? Yeah, will you approve? Hey, how about this? We'll go on together. You use my pictures to catfish, and I use my pictures to catfish. <laughs> 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 like, like, one of these bitches is a catfish. One Nick of here. them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an, an inevitable. Them up. <laughs> That's I hope it. they call you all back, and you have to all catfish as each other. <laughs> I mean, the entire I, circle cast. I kind of wish the whole thing was catfishing. 
Like, I, I think just the I mean, 100% of the show should be catfishing. For as much of the shit that people talk about catfish, it's like, oh, why aren't you yourself? Why didn't you go in as yourself? But it's like, we make the it's, show interesting. Otherwise, it's, it's fantasy, fun. dude. It's a fantasy situation where you get to play. It's like cross-dressing on Halloween. Free game. Yeah, all social media <laughs> and all reality TV has some kind of fantasy element. It's not 100% real any at any point. Yeah, and especially for that kind of show where you have that option of, like, I could understand if, like, like on Beloved is Blind, I tried to pull, like, this crazy like totally made my persona like like yeah bro like gone through everything just to get through that'd be weird but like on that show you were supposed to do that i mean that was yeah. the goal right i mean i was supposed to like embody a person that i wasn't which if you don't do adequate legwork it's incredibly difficult to do i mean so it's adam do you ever wake up in the middle of the night as adam <laughs> He died when I walked out of that room. See, that was the thing that I was surprised about was that, um, you know, I thought that the whole idea was that it would just be Alex's personality with Adam's pictures. I, you know, I. No, he went full deep in. That's what I was most surprised about. I thought it was going to be like, oh, quirky, like fun loving Alex who's like super charming and, you know, likes opera. And like. (laughs) I don't think that combo exists. In yeah, it definitely doesn't. Are you it kidding? definitely doesn't. In a straight man? No. Yes. No, no. I like Pavarotti. <laughs> I enjoy Pavarotti. There may be five very attractive male opera aficionados, gay, straight, anywhere. You could be one. You I could know. be one, but there are only five. You could like, be anyone. Anyone you... could be anyone. <laughs> You're still life. catfishing right now. You're still doing it. <laughs> It never, it never ended. I take off my mask and I'm actually Joey. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Dina, ha- Dina has this thing where she seems to think, like she refuses to believe that Cameron is a scientist because he's good looking. She refuses Absolute, to believe that, that any good looking no straight male cannot be interesting. <laughs> I didn't say could it be it interesting. Be doctors, I though. said a scientist. Hey, well, not- you've seen how he acts. He is a scientist. Like that guy's not yeah, exactly. He probably had several very awkward years where he wasn't good looking or attractive. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, like, I mean, yeah. Like adult look. You know? I, I like Cameron, but he is not the uh, the life of the part. In fact, so here's the thing: is I grew up chubby and not the best looking kid or ever. Then I kind of turn around. I know what that is that he has. It's armor. When you put on muscle like that and you get better looking, it's basically just armor to protect yourself from your true, like your true nerdy self on the inside. That's what I think. But he's a cool guy. I like him. He's very nice. I, I have no armor. I'm just dough all the way around. Well, then you're going to come on my <laughs> YouTube fitness <laughs> channel that boy. has 18 <laughs> subscribers and you're going to be <laughs> on there. <laughs> all right. As long as I don't have to do push-ups, sit-ups, crunches, <laughs> jogging and play. Um, All right, I can figure something out. I can, you can do <laughs> what I did when I watched the videos, which is eat pizza and watch them. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate every watch and subscribe, even if you're totally ruining the message of the video. <laughs> <laughs> every comment is good for SEO and yes. you know, Andy's so even if you comment with a pizza of you eating or 
picture of you eating pizza. That's great. <laughs> Just That's put that all on I'm going to do on every video now. Don't don't so, forget to like and subscribe. Yes. <laughs> we'll drop a link <laughs> in the sure. comments. Yeah. Yes. Ah, yes. So now that I'm trying we to have avoid this, that stuff, yes. this love is blind circle crossover going on, let's talk a little bit about relationships. Gina and Alex, how long have you guys been together, and what do you think is the key to a good relationship? How long have we been together? Is it 12 Almost years, 12 years in October? 12 years in October. Yeah. Ooh, happy wow. anniversary. Early. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old are you guys? I'm... I... What? How old are we? Gina just turned I'm... 32. Yeah, I turned 32 and I'm on 33. Sunday. All right, I'm 32. Okay. So we're the... Yeah. Same age. Wow, I have not been married. Been for... Wow. Yeah. yeah. Long ass time. What, um, what keeps it together? What makes yeah, it what's your really... secret? Mm, I don't know. I think it, it's good that we have qualities that kind of complement each other and like bring out the best in each other. Um, like Alex is pretty spontaneous, which is good because I'm kind of like stubborn and like to plan things. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, Alex is like kind of a people pleaser and I'm more like direct and can be kind of blunt yeah i mean we, we, <laughs> we both possess like a great amount of patience in different ways yeah and, and i mean sometimes that doesn't quite work out but you know at the end of the day it's like even when it's been like a shit day and we've been fighting all day and it happens because when you're with somebody for a long time they're shit days but it's like at the end of the day it's like i look over to her and i always love her and i i know that Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's mm -hmm. uh, me being irrational, but it's it's very comforting. <laughs> right. That's what family is for. So, how did you guys? How do you? How did you guys maintain your relationship with the distance when you were on the show? Um, it was the longest time we've been away. In, from each other in a while. In a long, long time. Yeah, I think in years, probably. Uh, mm -hmm. And no, in de in years, definitely. Yeah, yeah. since <laughs> been... like twenty in the past ten years. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, I don't know. We we got to talk on the phone every day, which was good. And well, not not when I was on the show. Yeah. Right. But the lead up when to they the weren't show, shooting. We were we were allowed to talk with a chaperone listening. They <laughs> didn't want you to put those secrets out. I was definitely like really happy when he came back, and um, it wasn't so much about like maintaining the relationship because I knew like we would just pick up where we left off, but it was more about like maintaining my sanity because it, it was hard to like stay stay sane when Alex wasn't here. So, oh. We've, like, had times where I have to travel to Peru a lot for work, so we've had, like, you know, one or two-week stretches apart, but I really got to see, like, what it must feel like for Alex to be at home when I'm away, so, you know. Yeah, Gina's like, always the one good. going on important business trips yeah. while I stay at home with the cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, it sounds like my life, too. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, there is a big similarity there. Yeah, Kelsey's a flight attendant, so um, she's gone for she's been home for a while now. She's yeah. been fun. We have a small apartment though, small condo <laughs> for two people, but that's a story for another. But we time. like each other. 
That's good. Uh, it's not a sexy story. Right. It's just a crowded story, but it's fun. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. so um, have, how have you guys uh, lives changed after the circle? Like, have you, uh, I'm guessing you got some Instagram followers and stuff like that. Anything that's, else? That's mostly it is I spend a lot more time on Instagram. Um <laughs> Yeah, I can, go, I can go live on Instagram and have like a solid 15 to 25 people listen to me ramble Damn, for an hour. <laughs> insane. Because I mean, you know, we, we're we here talking, but it's like kind of focused. There are questions, but when I'm on the, my phone, just looking at it, talking to the phone, it's like, it's it's incredible. I can't believe like people, it's like I have my very own talk show and people keep coming back to it. I love it. I love All right. It. So, so you have 24.9 thousand followers and I'm about to follow you and I want it to tick over to 25,000 and I'm really hoping it will. It didn't. Let us know. You can just lie and say it did. Andy. I'll, I'll believe you. Yes, it ticked over to 25,000. Oh my God. You're the lucky customer. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> what do I win? <laughs> A catfish, no. obviously. You win a, a meal eating service advertisement that you get to do. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, none of them. Hello Fresh. Hello. Oh, no, no. Okay. You can't say that unless they pay you, Andy. I know. That's, you don't say that unless they pay you. Andy, you just cost us like $3,000. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna get an NDA. Oh, just put that shit out. We ain't paying yeah, nothing. They're, they're lawyers. <laughs> oh. the, the cease and desist or the order for money. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, okay. We've talked about meal plans. We've talked about relationships. Let's get back to catfishing. Alex, who did you initially suspect was a catfish? And who are your favorite characters watching back? Not necessarily cast members, but characters. So, I always knew going in that Mercedes was a catfish. Like there wasn't a doubt in my mind in that game that they were a catfish just on the pictures alone. Like nobody okay. leads with pictures with so many filters. I mean, and I know like people are like, like if you read the commentary on the internet, everybody's like, what's the big deal with filters? But it's like, no, you're on television. You're presenting yourself. So why would you present yourself under like so many layers of gauze? So it's like, I always knew Karen was a catfish and I didn't, I mean, to be honest, I didn't really have too many conversations with her because she was gone pretty quick after I arrived. I, I stand by that. I always knew that Rebecca was a catfish, but I also didn't care. I didn't know that Rebecca was Seaburn by any means but I knew that there was something too sweet and saccharine and like perfect about her. It's like, I went to that first dinner date and she's like, no man has ever loved me before. And it's like, that's bullshit. It says in your profile, you're 25. You're <laughs> beautiful. Don't give me that shit. So it's like, but even in that, it's like, you know, they're a catfish, but it's like, Rebecca's my girl because I thought I was Rebecca's guy. And I thought like, this is going to pave my way to win. So it's like, Mm. Yeah, it's not a game of hunting catfish. Like, the only thing for me that a catfish would be useful for would be pinning that title on somebody else 
so I don't have to be assigned the, the title of catfish. You know? Well, you, you did make it pretty long for being a catfish. I mean, compared to some of the other players who got kind of ratted out and blocked. Oh, that was so raw. Antonio did Antonio did Karen raw. <laughs> but they're, he, yeah, everybody's I mean, I, friends now, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all chill, but still, I think that's. I thought it was. I when I watched that back, I'm like, that's wrong. <laughs> um, but refresh oh. our memories. What did he do? So what happened is Antonio gets kicked off. I can't even remember who kicked off Antonio at this point. But when he left, he went and visited Karen slash Mercedes, and they had a conversation. Mm -hmm. And the conversation wasn't like wasn't super aggressive like they weren't mad at each other i don't think it was karen that kicked him off the show i don't think she was even in, i think in it was yeah, but he didn't he didn't rat her out he just said people aren't who they who no, they but I feel like, you know post to I be i feel like again. he said like pretty directly like i saw one of them tonight and he could have been lying but that would have been fucked up too but, yeah, that but no one knew who he went to go see though no one knew who he saw no and there was I no mean, way for them to if you start talking, then then everything starts like that's that's the thing. It's like you can't control the crosstalk. People are having conversations mm -hmm. that you're not privy to. So yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's pretty clear that yeah, it just seemed kind of vindictive and like I thought I thought it was wrong. And like there are people that were like, why didn't Alex do that after he saw Rebecca? And it's like, no, I love Seaburn. I love Rebecca. I wanted to see them win. And I thought they were on the road to winning, but then things changed mm -hmm. so quickly in the game because, yeah, <laughs> Ed, like Rebecca kind of fucked up with how like sad she was about me, and Ed picked up on that, and that was Rebecca's downfall. It's, I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> you can. It's a complicated web. What? Yeah, it's a complicated web. To go back to your double-parted question that I didn't answer the second half, I have to say that the person I love watching on the show the most is definitely Karen. Like, I did not like Mercedes in the game. And Karen, when I, in, in the finale, like that's, so after the show ended, it's like we met everybody at the finale and we had like a small half-hour party it was incredibly brief, and then we all went home. <laughs> so it's like my face-to-face -face time with people before the show had aired was like a hour and a half long taping of the finale, and then a half hour like reception with like grocery store cheese trays. Like, mm. so it's like I barely knew these people. So I like even when I left the show, I was like, I don't, I don't really like Karen. I don't really get her. And then you watch her on the show and she's totally great. And then you go and meet her and talk to her face to face. And she's such a brilliant person. I, I, yeah, I love Karen. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. She's, she's, I love her. So you obviously like, are you uh, pretty, like, do you keep in touch with these guys still? Like do you hang out? uh go out like obviously they're not going out right now but there's no going did you out right now. uh at any point though when the show was over what did you guys hang out at all or was it kind of did everyone live in separate places we yeah absolutely there was back in what was it beginning uh, of february there was a meetup with a lot of the folk 
out in Miami. We all went and visited Sammy and did cool. what felt like an eternity of, I mean, we were going out every night until 3 a.m. I'm not built for that shit. But yeah, we were going yeah. to <laughs> bottle service, which is, I don't know if you've ever had bottle service, but I don't understand it. It's mind boggling. It's fun. I worked at a club. It is, yeah. all, it is amazing to see even. It's incredible. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we, we've met up. There's a group chat where everybody pops off. It's, it's like a little quiet right now, but yeah, I still pick up my phone every once in a while and there'll be 25 messages because everybody's going at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I've, I've seen Joey and Shoebomb here in LA. Yeah, I've seen everybody. It's funny. You talk to Joey. You talk to Joey? I love Joey. He's, I mean, yeah, it's he's crazy because you see Joey on the, the show and you're like, there's no way that this man is this man in real life. And then you, you interact with him and it is this man in real life. <laughs> the energy he has on the show is the same energy he brings like to the room. It's everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. Exhausting. What? Is it exhausting? Or is it kind of get you jacked up? For me, it can be a little exhausting. I'm not like one to be particularly jacked up, but you know, I try to keep up. I try to like hold my own. Yeah. It's funny. So total sidebar, you can cut it out if you want, but there was this one time, I think it was just me, Joey and shoe bomb. Uh, we go out, we're, we're going out to, to go. We, we met up at a bar. I take an Uber to a bar and then we move to another bar and I go, I try to go into this bar and I'm wearing Birkenstocks with socks because I, that's what I wear. Colorful socks. I thought I looked great. I mean, <laughs> but so the bouncer at the door is like, no, man, you can't come in. No slides. I mean, we are, we are told to not let people with, uh, uh, Birkenstocks and socks on in the Come on. Like, our friend is it here from out of town. We were on a Netflix show, and the bouncer's like, I'll, I'll get fired if the boss goes up and sees him. Mind you, it's a very busy club. No way in hell anybody's going to see me in my fucking Birkenstocks. I digress. So no, it's like, never. It's like, I'm like, guys, go up. It's okay. I'll go home. It's fine. So they go up and totally chill. I mean, Joey really tried to get me in, but it, it wasn't happening. And I look Man, on I look lame, on their dude. website, that's, I look uh... at their dress code. Oh. So I, look, I go to their website, I pull up their dress code, and I'm like, look, it says flip-flops. It doesn't say anything about Birkenstocks. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, you should fix your website. I, I digress. So then it's, huh. it's maybe 9.45 at night, and I look at my phone, and I pull up the map, and I'm like, oh, there's a Target four blocks away. I walked the fucking Target, bought an $11 pair of women's shoes so I could go up to this bar. Which I don't. Why know. women's? Why women's? <laughs> because it was cheaper than any of the men's options. Oh, okay, so true, I was, true. I was for, like, <laughs> the cheapest way to get up there. And then, on principle, when I was up at this fucking bar, I didn't buy a drink because I spent that money on a pair of eleven-dollar women's loafers. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, they were awful. That was the worst you know, part. Upholding if, uh, dress code was my least favorite part about being a bouncer. It was awful. 
I mean, can you it would buy be, a drink for eleven dollars in LA? Uh, I don't yeah. know. Oh, in LA. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure if I wanted a drink, Joey would have just bought it for me, but I didn't. I mean, it was the principle of it. <laughs> okay, you must be wondering why we're stopping here. The truth is, we had so much fun talking to Alex, Gina, and Andy that we just couldn't stop at one episode. So you're going to have to stay tuned next week when we continue chatting with this crazy crew. Don't forget... If you love the show, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us online at The Love Pod Podcast. Special thanks to our awesome editor, Marcus Yetter. Check him out at his podcast, The LIO Show. Thanks for loving love with us, and we'll see you next week.